It's time for the Retire ASAP podcast. Here's your host, Taylor Fike. Welcome to the Retire ASAP show, where our goal is to get you free from work. I am Taylor Fike, and with me I have the one, the only, Brad Fike. I feel stellar. As my co-host today. Now, if you guys listened to our last episode, we had our guest John Russell on here, and Brad and I got to listen to his interview, which if you want to go back, all of our episodes are archived. You can go to fikeadvisors.com backslash podcast, or you can go to the retireasapshow.com. You can listen to all the previous episodes, as well as if you download any of our episodes on your podcasting app, whether that be Apple iTunes or Spotify or any app that you use for podcasting, you can go back and listen to all of our old episodes. Hey, did you know we're over a year old now, our podcast? I feel very infantile. We're still in diapers if we're measuring our podcast as a human life. We're still in our diaper phase of podcasting, but we're a whole year old. Well, we're no longer rookies, so we should be doing really, really good at this. And I feel sometimes that, you know, there's still room for improvement. So I guess at any age, there's always room for improvement, age one or zero or 90. I'm just disappointed that none of our listeners bought us a birthday cake for being a year old. Very, very upset with that. 671 Winkler Drive, Worcester, Ohio. That's where you can mail the birthday cake for the Retire ASAP show. We will be anxiously watching the mailbox for the UPS guy. And if you want to put that little one candle on there, we'll light it up. We'll blow. We'll send a video to everybody if you guys send us a birthday cake. How about that? Yeah, if you're looking for the uh, latitude, longitude, oh, we're 40 degrees, uh, latitude, 81 longitude. I'll give you some more details, but that'll get you pretty close to our office. Interesting that you have our latitude and longitude because that's a great transition into one thing that I wanted to talk about before we start with this episode is that we got something big coming up on our next episode. So not today, but two weeks from today. So this will be middle of September. You guys have something that's coming your way that we've been working on for a couple months now, something that we created for you guys, and it has something to do with latitude and longitude. Yeah, I believe it's some kind of a GPS map. It's a map. I don't know if there's any GPS coordinates involved in it, but I know that you've looked up ours, so stay tuned for this because I think uh, coming up here in the next couple weeks, when we release this information, it's going to be something you guys don't want to miss because it's going to be free. It's going to cost you nothing. But it's going to be loaded with valuable stuff for you as you're heading into retirement. If you're looking for a way to get to the next steps, there is going to be something on the horizon for you. Well, that sounds good. So should I give them the full coordinates so they know where to pick that map up in a couple of weeks? Well, they're going to pick it up on this episode, but you can certainly give full coordinates. Oh, I love to give coordinates here. So it's a 40 degrees, 50.158 north latitude. Longitudes 81 degrees, 55.937 west. So, uh, you know, if you need a tow, don't call us. But if you're looking for a roadmap to retirement, stop on in. Oh, there you go. Well, I don't know if anybody even uses coordinates like that unless they're in some sort of like... Boaters. Oh, okay. Well, all of us normal Americans like me who live in rural Wayne County, Ohio, we don't use coordinates all that often. Well, that's how you get fishing reports. So a guy says, yeah, I caught some walleye at uh, 40, 51.2. And you're like, what? Where? I'm still working on it, but I'm getting better at it. Uh, yes, the captain of What If Charters. What If Charters. That's Brad's charter company that doesn't really exist, but that's what we call it, you know, because it always seems like whenever he goes fishing, the question is, well, what if we catch a big one? It's not when we catch a big one. What if we catch the big one? Or what if we even catch a fish? <laughs> 
<laughs> that's been the case a lot this year. That huh? has been a couple times. Oh, man. We love fishing here at the Fike family. Well, before we go down a deep rabbit trail and change the entire topic of our right podcast on. to fishing on Lake Erie, which is something we absolutely love, let's dive into our actual topic today. We're going to continue our Retire ASAP process series. And I know we took a break with our last episode here. But what we're going to be doing now is we're going to get back on the train with our third part. If you haven't followed along with our episodes, basically what we're talking about here is I co-wrote a book with a friend of mine named Dan Capril, and we talk about the seven hurdles that you need to overcome on your way to retirement. We talked about the first couple in previous episodes. So like I said, if you want to go back and listen to those, you're welcome to do that to catch up with us. But today we're going to talk about the third one. And that third one is actually something that a lot of people don't realize. And we talk about this a little bit on the podcast, but today I want to dive a little bit deeper, and that is taxes on tax-deferred accounts. And not just taxes on tax-deferred accounts, but how does that affect Social Security income, and how do we need to plan around those types of things? Because here's the thing. For many of you, you either have a CPA or a tax preparer, or you use TurboTax or something along the lines where someone is doing your taxes for you, whether it's a robot or whether it's an actual person doing them. Someone's doing your taxes. And the big question is, how do you personally know if that person who's doing your taxes is getting you the best bang for your buck. They're saving you the most dollars possible in your retirement and every year in taxes. So I'm going to ask you this, Brad. I mean, you've worked with a lot of CPAs in your past when it comes to financial advising stuff. What has been kind of your big takeaway when it comes to working with CPAs? Well, there definitely is proactive and reactive CPAs. So I uh, usually ask a client, does that CPA just have you bring your documents in and f- do your taxes for you, tell you how much you owe, sign here, we'll send them in, or do they make recommendations throughout the year or even after your taxes are done? Do they go, we need to have a meeting and talk about what we can do next year to make changes? So most of them that I've run into are very reactive. In other words, they just do your taxes for you and send you a bill. And, you know, you can do that on TurboTax if that's all you're going to get. Absolutely. And I, and I will preface this, you know, we'll put our little disclaimer here that we are not tax advisors. And in fact, on this podcast, we're not financial advisors. I mean, in real life, we are. Uh, if you were to come to our office and ask for financial advice, we'd be happy to work alongside you in your financial journey. But the thing is, is that on this podcast, we're speaking about general terms here. And with us not having any licensing in the tax world or on this podcast, we don't know specifically who you are. Don't take any advice we give you on this podcast as it needs to be implemented right away. You need to talk to a professional, whether it's a financial advisor, tax advisor, legal advisor, before you do anything that we talk about on here. But here's the questions that you may need to be asking your tax advisor if you have one. I mean, are they giving you proactive strategies to achieve a tax-free retirement? I mean, do they ask you about how to collect your social security benefits without those being taxed? Because many people don't realize that that could be a possibility. Do they explain how each of your investments is taxed and make suggestions on how you could structure your investments to reduce taxes? How about one more? Does it show you different ways that you can make write-offs within your business, whether it be family medical bills or business expenses? Are they asking you these questions? Because some of these, and I'm just tossing out a few of them that are in the book that I have here, some of these questions are huge. They make the biggest difference between whether or not you save $1,000 or $10,000 in taxes. And then long-term, they can make the difference as to whether or not you need to save a million dollars or $2 million in your retirement funds to be able to make ends meet until you get to age 90 or 100 in your retirement withdrawals. Absolutely. And I I think the other thing you'll find out is that 
I'm not bashing CPAs. They do a great job. Some of them are really, really active. And like I said, a lot of them we run into are not active in helping, but they still do a great job. They still have to put the paperwork together. They still have to figure out what you owe and try to find some deductions. The planning part is the different part. They don't necessarily do the planning. And I understand that they're not necessarily geared for that. But a financial advisor, a good financial advisor is geared and should be making recommendations and offering those ideas to you so that you can go to that tax person and say, hey, look, here's my discussion with my financial advisor and here's what he's saying I should think about doing. Absolutely. Proactive is huge. If they are actually going out of their way to make suggestions that you haven't already come up with, that's a game changer. And I will tell you, there are lots of financial advisors out there. And for every financial advisor, there's a tax advisor as well. There's a CPA on every corner. There's a financial guy on every corner. And the question you need to be asking these people is, what do you bring to the table that's different? If it's a CPA, what do you do that's different than the guy two blocks down that runs his own accounting firm? Are you cheaper? Are you better? What is it that you bring to the table that's different? And so the questions need to be asked across the board there because proactive CPAs, they may cost a little bit more out of pocket, but they may save you a lot more down the road. And so those are the types of things you need to be looking for when you're trying to hire a professional. And so as we talk about this, these kinds of questions should be brought up to your CPA, especially around what we're going to be talking about when it comes to tax-free retirement stuff. And we talk like I say, a little bit on this podcast and we touch base on tax-free investments and things of that nature that will long-term generate income for you that will be tax-free. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't pay taxes ever. It just means that down the road, you might have some tax-free income. And so when you're talking to your CPA, they should be in cahoots with your advisor on a lot of these things. And they should even be making suggestions to you as to questions you should be asking your financial advisor and your financial planner to say, hey, how can I make sure that my CPA's suggestions and your suggestions are all in line to help get my retirement to be exactly the way I want it. Yeah, I like the uh, term cahoots. Cahoots. Yeah, it reminds me of the uh, fantastic CPA firm Dewey, Howie, and Cheatham. Dewey. (laughs) So, you know, that's kind of in cahoots with Dewey, Howie, and Cheatham. So anyhow, just, you know, I can't can't help myself. Sometimes I just got to wing completely out there. Well, it's kind of funny because cahoots is a good word, but that's a game that I got duped into playing back. I think it was in high school or maybe it was college, either way. But basically, it's like a con game. Basically, it's a long con game. And what they do is they have two people that already have this all planned out ahead of time, but they can, according to the group, read each other's minds. And so the game gets played, and I don't remember all the details of it, but I remember falling for it, you know, head over heels going, these guys actually know what they're thinking. Like, these guys are actually in cahoots. And in the end, it was all just some big long con game to get us all to believe that they think they can read each other's minds. So in the end, maybe we don't want us to be in cahoots, other than the fact that we do actually want to be able to read each other's minds, CPA to advisor. My grandpa always used the word cahoots, and it was always with the other term, hoodlums. Hoodlums. Those hoodlums are in cahoots. Oh, Thunderation. Thunderation. That's that's a good one. Thunderation. Oh, Grandpa Donaldson. All right. Well, let's get back into this stuff. And here's what I want to do. And I want to talk about this with you, Brad, because in the book, there's a case study Okay, that, we, that okay. we talk about. And basically, it's going to give us a general idea of a tax situation for a couple who is heading into retirement. And I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on what you would do to help this couple out. So I'm just going to read this straight out of the book. This is uh, from Retire ASAP 7. 
Seven Hurdles to Overcome on Your Way to Retirement by Taylor Fike and Dan Capril. This is on page 21, the case study. This is about Bill and Karen Tucker. Now, these aren't real people, just so you know. We keep all of our client information confidential, so this is a fictitious couple. But Bill and Karen Tucker are both 65. They retired. They each have a rollover IRA worth $600,000, and Bill collects $2,200 a month from Social Security, and Karen receives $1,800 a month from her Social Security. So all in all, they have a pretty sizable retirement portfolio, and they're getting good amounts of money from Social Security because of the years that they've put in and worked. Now, they need $7,000 a month to live comfortably. So what they need to do is between their Social Security and their retirement funds, they need to withdraw an extra $3,000 a month from retirement accounts to reach their $7,000 a month expense goal. Okay. So between Social Security being, you know, just over just about $4,000 and then their withdrawals from retirement being about $3,000, they can get to $7,000 a month. Now, to d- determine uh, from their Social Security how much of it is taxable, because many people don't really know this, what we need to do is we need to add their IRA withdrawals, which if we go for the whole year would be $36,000 to one half of their social security payments, which is $24,000. And this gives them a modified adjusted gross income of $60,000. Now here's the thing. Whenever their modified adjusted gross income exceeds $44,000 for a married couple, then up to 85% of their check is subject to taxation. So we have Bill and Karen. Dun, 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 dun. Taxes, right? Uncle Sam's knocking on the door. He says, look, I see how much you're getting. You're making money from your previous retirement accounts, which had never been taxed. And you have this social security money that you've paid into, but you know, you seem to be making a little bit more than what we deem necessary. So we want a little bit more of that back. And because you make over a certain amount in adjusted gross income, modified adjusted gross income, your taxes are going to be a little bit higher on your social security than what you may think that they should be. And so up to 85% could be taxable. That doesn't mean that 85% is what they pay in taxes. That just means they're going to use up to 85% of that amount and say, hey, look, you know, part of this is going to be subject to taxes. You may have to pay 10, 20, 30%, whatever your tax bracket is in taxes on this money. So what would you tell Bill and Karen, Brad, if you were in their shoes, if you were someone trying to help them retire early or retire as soon as possible and they're running into this issue, how would you help them out? Well, I would say you got two choices. One is you uh, kick the can down the road and don't retire and just take your Social Security and work a little bit and don't take any off your assets. Oh, and they're uh, going to... Which, which isn't going to work. People love to hear when you say, hey, why don't you work a little longer instead of retire, right? That's everyone's favorite term. Yeah. Or instead of kicking the tax can down the road, just take it bare on and just get her done. In other words, let's get the taxes paid before retirement And that sounds like a simple little thing. And it sounds like something that nobody wants to do. Absolutely. I mean, that's a big pushback for most people. So uh, I would say there's uh, some ways to get some of that money out of those IRAs before you hit that 65 number. Yeah. And see, that's the issue with this case study, right? Is that Bill and Karen, unfortunately, waited until 65 to decide how they were going to draw their retirement income, right? They're already at the cusp of retirement saying, okay, I'm ready to do this. Here's how I'm going to do it. Well, they've locked themselves or paid themselves into a corner, basically, saying, well, now that I'm already going to retire and I'm already retired, these are my options. Well, there aren't a whole lot. Your options are you take money out of your retirement accounts, you take your social security and you pay the taxes, right? Now, say five years before this at 60, 
they sat down with a financial advisor and said, hey, what are my options? This is a different conversation because they may be able to do something that's called a Roth conversion. And we've done a handful of these in our office, especially over the last few years with the low tax environment. This is something where what you can do is you can take your tax deferred money. And now this is, I wouldn't say that we do all of it. You can take portions of it as well, but you can take your tax deferred money and convert it into a Roth IRA. What that does, and it's actually a really cool idea, is you prepay your taxes on it. You pay your taxes up front. Now, that can be a pretty hefty tax bill, tens of thousands of dollars in one year or you know whatever it might be. That can be a pretty painful experience. But at the same time, if we're paying them ahead of time, in a Roth IRA, nothing is taxable thereafter as long as you follow all the rules. You know, you wait the five-year period, you wait till after 59 and a half, all those different rules that follow a Roth IRA. If you wait the right time period and handle the rules just right, you never pay taxes again on that money, which can be huge and beneficial for that Roth IRA because then the growth there of that Roth IRA is tax-free as well. So over the next 20, 30 years of your retirement, hopefully, you're going to be able to grow that money and your beneficiary is going to receive it tax-free if that's the case. Now, here's the other benefit to this, and you know this too, Brad, is when we look at that and we go from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA in retirement, that money that comes out of there does not show up on a modified adjusted gross income. So in Bill and Karen's situation, because they had to draw from their IRAs and half of their Social Security is added into their modified adjusted gross income, part of their Social Security gets taxable. But if that number is lower, if it's below 44000 which their Social Security is, and they draw all their other additional income from a Roth IRA, their Social Security becomes 0% taxable because technically to the IRS, their modified adjusted gross income is below the threshold. Yeah. And there's also cases where you're not necessarily converting all that IRA over. Right. You know, there's a formula there. And also one of the things that I found on the online calculators, you can go online and look at Roth conversion calculators, but all they're doing is giving you what your tax is going to be. And, you know, is there a break point? Where's the break point where you're better off paying them now? And how long is it going to take till you recuperate that? That's a very simple calculator. It isn't really going to do the job because you're not looking or including the taxes you're going to pay in retirement. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and even if your incomes are higher, you have Medicare taxes you're going to deal with. There's a lot of different issues you're going to get into in taxes, not just taxes on that IRA money, Absolutely. right? I right. mean, you think about it. And we talked about this two episodes ago when we were talking about, you just mentioned Medicare, which made me think about healthcare before we turn 65, you know, before we qualify for Medicare. We talked about this a few episodes ago where if we can lower that modified adjusted gross income, according to the how the healthcare rules work now with healthcare.gov, is that you get a subsidy from the government based off of your income. So if you're taking your income from a Roth and it lowers your modified adjusted gross income long term, what that can do is it can lower your health care premiums from, let's say, age 60 to age 65 when you're on your own individual policy. That could be something that's a benefit there, too. So while some of the like you say, you're right, the calculators online, they're actually very helpful when you're looking at does this Roth conversion make sense? Am I going to be better off converting or am I better off accruing more? money in my tax deferred account, which one works. Well, that's only looking at one window. There's a whole house of things that come with taxes. And we got to make sure that we look at all of the pieces and parts, not just the what the simple free calculator does. And I mean, it's a free calculator online, so it only has so much capability. Doesn't go very deep. Exactly. So it's an interesting situation for Bill and Karen. And I mean, this is actually pretty simplified as well. When we look at case studies like this, it's very focused in and driven in on, hey, you have X amount of dollars in retirement funds, you're getting X amount of dollars in Social Security. 
all said and done. Now, there's always a lot of factors. Do Bill and Karen want to do some traveling? Do Bill and Karen want to buy a second vacation home? All these different things. And you look at all that stuff, it becomes a quite complicated mess of any financial plan, which really requires maybe a professional to help you kind of parse out what that looks like for you and your family. But I mean, how often, and this is something that a lot of clients ask us. So I'll ask you this, Brad, how often does a Roth conversion fit into a plan for someone? Well, I I think it's certainly a possibility for everybody that comes in here. Mm -hmm. Now, there's going to be cases where you may not have a substantial enough amount of money in the IRAs or 401k or whatever it is that you're you're working with that it isn't going to make a big difference anyhow. So the bigger the number, the bigger the opportunity, I think. And if we go back to what we were talking about earlier, really, I think one of the biggest factors is what does the tax advisor say about all this stuff, right? The financial advisor definitely can throw a Roth conversion conversation out on the table and say, hey, look, this is something you should consider. But the reality is we need to have, as the financial advisor, we need to have the green light from the CPA or from the tax preparer to say, hey, does this make sense? And so having a good CPA or tax preparer mixed in with a financial advisor that's thinking about these things forward thinking towards retirement is actually a huge benefit to any of our listeners. If they're going to go out and find someone like that, that can be the game changer for their retirement. Yeah, and I think if you run it by your CPA initially, they might give you a somewhat of a more negative tone because they're going to go, all right, so for every amount of money that you convert, you got a five-year period before you can use that money. Who's going to keep track of all that? All these different little, it's not just as simple as converting money. Sure. So sometimes the CPAs will poo-poo it. They'll go, well, you know, that's going to be really complicated. Who's going to track all that? Poo-poo is the technical term, right? That's what they, It's high level. Yeah. yeah very so high level. In case you guys didn't understand that, you know, it's, it's a very financial advisory term, you know, uh, you know, very upper echelon ivory tower stuff. There. Oh, I mean, <clears throat> they don't even bring it up hardly anymore because it's such a t- high level. Yeah. I, I've never heard a CPA say poo-poo, probably because just they don't, they don't like that word. Yeah. Might be something. <laughs> well, we're only one year old, so that's, that's true. Something you know, a that parent fits. would say. So I guess I'm in, I'm on course, it right? It's our mean, podcast. On, I have a old here. I have a two year old at home. Our podcast is one year old. There's a lot of poo poo in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that to go back to the CPA thing, a poo poo in this whole thing <laughs> is that you know you have to bring your CPA on the phone or bring them a conversation with the financial mm-hmm. advisors who's recommending this, right? Because it's a great thing. And I've had clients override the CPA and go, look, we're going to do it, you know? Sure. And there's a way to do all this stuff. There's a way to track all this stuff. So it's not, you know, it's not an, the negative is, is you got to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. The positive is someday you're going to pay taxes. So I might as well get it over with now. Or, but I have people who don't want to do that. So right. that's the big key. The whole key is, do I want to pay taxes now or later, you're going to pay taxes. It's a tax time bomb. So how do you want to deal with it? Okay, there's no way out of it. And we have some clients who would gladly kick that can down the road and say, well, my kids can deal with that tax time bomb when I'm gone. Yeah, right? I kind of like that idea, actually. And, and wait a second. As your beneficiary or one of your beneficiaries, I'm not sure if I agree with that. You need a financial advisor. Well, I am practicing what I'm preaching, so I am converting. And that is true. Brad has been doing some of that stuff. We've had this conversation over many years of what is he doing to plan ahead for his own retirement 
as well as for beneficiaries down the road. And we have some clients that would, you know, I joke about the ones that would like to say, well, my kids can figure it out. They're going to get my money, so they might as well do some work to figure it out. But then we have other clients who are saying, look, like I want to set my kids up to make this as simple as possible when I'm gone. I want it to go seamlessly to them. And that's just another benefit of a Roth is that it's a seamless transaction. There's no taxes to them. And one of the things that I've run into with one of my clients is that they have a son who makes very, very good money in his job. Definitely well into the six figures, closer to maybe even a half a million dollars in salary a year. Well, our client who is living in retirement makes less than $100,000. So whose tax bracket is higher, the sons or the parents? Well, the parents is definitely way lower. So why wouldn't they want to pay their tax bracket on the money rather than when they hand it off to their son, him pay the top tax bracket? Well, they probably love Uncle Sam is my guess. Oh, yeah, that must be it. You know, I mean, that's the thing. If we're thinking about all these details and we know that taxes are coming, whether we want them to or not, they're going to come today, tomorrow, the next day. or die. There's, what, two things guaranteed in life, death and taxes, right? And so when we look at those types of things, we go, okay, well, if we have to pay taxes, what's going to be the best way to do it? And is my CPA helping me avoid taxes today only to be hammered with them tomorrow? Or is my CPA helping me look across the whole broad stream of a lifetime and saying, what's going to make the best sense? Yeah, and I think the financial advisor's key in that as well. Usually it starts with the financial advisor, in my experience. Right. Rarely does it come the other direction as uh, suggestions, but it does occasionally. So I don't want to rule that out, but it's really, if your financial advisor isn't having these discussions with you, then you need to be asking them about it or you need to be searching. You need to be talking to a different financial advisor. And I think that's absolutely right. I can give you coordinates of a good one. Uh, yeah, it's 671 Winkler. Oh, wait. Oh, no, no. We got GPS coordinates. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, GPS coordinates. If you want to rewind to the beginning of the podcast, whatever those mean, you can find us right where we're at. That would lead you right directly to my desk in my office down to the point. Isn't that crazy? So anyway, just to wrap things up here, some questions to ask your CPA are definitely about how am I going to be able to handle taxes, not just this year, but for the next 10, 20, 30 years? What are taxes going to look like for me in retirement? What kinds of things can I do today to reduce my overall taxes over the next 30 to 40 years? What can I do to reduce my taxes to my beneficiaries? And then another thing to be asking is, man, is my financial advisor even capable of understanding what I'm talking about? Because I... I've heard from far too many people that their financial advisor is no better than a glorified stock and bond salesman. They come into their office, they do their review process, they sit down with someone who says, here's your returns, here's all the information, do you like what you see, do you want to get more money in the market, do you need to take money out of the market? It's a stock and bond salesman. What you really need in a financial advisor is someone who's not so much just focused on returns, but saying, how does this piece of your portfolio affect the longevity of your whole scheme of retirement for you, your spouse, your family? What does that look like? Because that's a way bigger picture than just what stocks and bonds do I need to be in this year? Now, don't get me wrong. That's a part of the puzzle. And we're going to talk a little bit about investing in our next episode in a couple of weeks, the emotions of investing and some of the doomsday or talk and those types of things, that is coming up. But that is not the only piece of the puzzle. You need to consider taxes. You need to consider what your CPA is saying. You need to consider that your CPA and financial advisor need to be on the same page for the long term. And that is a huge, huge piece and could be the difference as to whether or not you can retire at 60, at 55, or whether you're waiting until 70. 
Yeah, and I think at age 50, if you haven't had this conversation, then you need to get started. Unless you're going to work till 70. But five to 10 years out, this should be a plan. Absolutely. It should be totally thought through. And if you're not, you're missing the boat and you're giving a lot to your favorite friend, Uncle Sam. And if you like that, that's okay. I don't know too many people like giving their hard-earned money away like that. I think uh, I heard somebody say that I've never met a person who says they haven't paid their fair share of taxes, right? Ooh, good point. You know, now, don't get me wrong. We all have opinions on who should probably pay more taxes or less taxes, but no one's sitting at home going, you know, I don't think I've paid enough taxes this year, right? No one's thinking that. So why aren't we looking at how do we reduce that to the maximum? Or I want to pay more. Can yeah. I pay a little bit more this year? You know, can you just get get my tax bill out? I think I want to tip Uncle Sam an extra 20%. You know, no he's one's thinking so that. has been so good to me. Yeah, he's really, the service is just so astounding that I want to give him a tip. That's just not a thing. I have the same mentality of every American. Why should I have to pay more taxes? Sure. And if everybody feels that way, then why should I pay more taxes? And I'll tell you, here's the difference between the guys who are paying less taxes and the people are paying more is that they've done planning they have people who are on their team True. who are doing the research and finding a way to say look how do i pay my fair share don't get me wrong how do i pay taxes but how do i not pay more than my fair share that's a huge question and that should be a question everyone is asking their cpa and their financial advisor especially in their retirement yeah so the bottom line here really is to plan way ahead don't wait till you're 65 don't wait till you're 60 Start in the 50s. Start mm-hmm. thinking about this at 50. I would say 50 is the number. Start in your 20s. And, uh, well, you could We do, do have some younger listeners on here that I've talked to. So start as early as you can. Well, I, I would not disagree with that. Absolutely. And especially with 401ks today, they have Roth options. So, you know, there's a whole different discussion. And I can tell you right now, there's very few guys in the 401k world at your employer that are going to give you that kind of advice. You still need a personal advisor to help you get through this because most of those 401 gate providers are not sitting there talking about how you're going to plan for retirement 40 years down the road. No, they aren't. So here's here. I'll give you some clear next steps. So you have a list of questions to ask your CPA or your financial advisor. If you're looking for a financial advisor, it's a really simple next step. You can go to fikeadvisors.com. And if you go right to the homepage there in the top right corner, there's a schedule now button. We do a free consultation. We sit down, we talk about your situation. We see if we can help you out. And if we can help you out, we'll talk about doing further stuff as to what kind of plan we need to look at, what kind of information we need to go from. But if we find out through our conversation that's not something we can help you with, we'll find someone who can help you. It costs you nothing except for your time. And that's huge. If you're willing to take a step out for 20 to 30 minutes and sit down and talk with us, we will get you to the next step of your financial journey, whether it's with us or someone else, and we'll get you moving along that path. Now, again, you can click the schedule now button at FikeAdvisors.com. Com, or any way that you can email us or give us a call. My email address is taylor at fikeadvisors.com or you can email brad at fikeadvisors.com. Either one of us can help you get to that next step. So don't sit there and wait. I mean, this is the problem with retirement planning is that it's so far off in the distance that naturally we want to procrastinate the planning. So don't wait. I mean, if you're feeling like you're a little bit convicted right now saying, I need to actually do a little bit of some planning here. I'm in my late 40s, my early 50s. I'm in my late 20s, my early 30s. Whatever it is, if you're in that age range where you're thinking, I need to do something, don't wait. Schedule something with us. It costs you no money to just get a little bit more information about it. So I'd encourage you to do that. Yeah, and I think uh, once you get in here and have that free consultation or over the phone or however you do it, 
you always know what you're going to be paying us going forward in the future. Our fees are all disclosed. We don't have any hidden stuff. We're not the uh, well. I won't go there. Yeah, don't don't go there. But we 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 do disclose everything. We're fully transparent about that. I actually just had an email from a client at about nine o'clock last night that I answered. He was asking about fees because he's working with a different advisor. He said. I got a maintenance fee that I didn't even know existed. And he goes, is is there stuff like that in your account? And we went through the whole list at 930 at night in an email. I went through the whole list of every single fee that is a part of his account. And he said, wow, I already knew all that. I thought maybe there was hidden stuff. We're very transparent about that. We want to have that full-blown conversation because you should know what you're paying. And maybe you don't with your advisor. Maybe you need a new advisor like us. Schedule now. That's on our homepage at fikeadvisors.com. You can schedule for free. Now, I will wrap up this episode today with we are having a big surprise in our next episode. It has something to do with coordinates. It has something to do with a free offer for you guys that you can get some awesome information to help move you along. We call it the early retirement map. It's a roadmap. It's a checklist to getting yourself retired early. Now, does that mean you're going to be able to go through this whole roadmap and retire early? I don't know. That all depends on your situation. But at least you're going to know what questions to ask and what boxes to check along the way to get you at least to your next step of your journey. So that's coming out here with our next episode. I'll give you more details here in a couple weeks. But stay tuned for that because that's going to be awesome. And in our next episode, we get to talk about Brad's favorite topic, which is doomsdayers and investment portfolios. And what a timely topic when we're talking about coronavirus and COVID and all this stuff that's going on in the economy the election, all these doomsday things that are right around the corner. We're going to have a whole episode talking about how can we be successful investors in the midst of all this craziness. Or better yet, how do you be flexible? So the financial yo guy in me will come out. He's back. He's still stretching. He's still financially flexible. He is here training us all the time. Helping all to be (laughs) flexible financially. Well, thanks. Especially through the doomsday era. (laughs) Doomsday yo guy. Oh, wait. Flexible what? What are you I don't know. Have? I'll come up with some. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week, and we look forward to having another conversation here in the next couple of weeks. In the meantime, if you need anything, head over to fikeadvisors.com. Investment advisory services provided by Fike Advisors, LLC. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Please consult a professional before taking any action. Information is obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed.